Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. Happy you're here. Happy we're here. We took a week apart. We just had um, too much goings on last week. Actually, last week we couldn't because I had an eye doctor appointment. Not sure if you can tell YouTube. This is how my face usually looks. Um, We did have a, I'd said it on my solo, that'll come out the week before this, but I did have a contact dermatitis from rubbing my eyeballs from my allergies. Got a little steroid cream and drops in there. Cleared up within two days, but it is kind of, it's one of those things that's kind of like antibiotics where you got to finish the dosage, whatever. You got to take it. I got to take it for two weeks. Um, But, uh, happy to not have a swollen face and look like I've been crying for six days over some high school boy who won't call. <laughs> You've gone over your breakup. You've moved I'm on. Fine. I'm fine. I put on some Taylor Swift. I'm good to go. <laughs> I love that. I am uh, glad it got all cleared up. Is that your win for the week or do you have other um... wins? That is definitely a win, although I used that on my solo. So, um, because I wasn't sure actually if we do wins when we do solo episodes, I did it anyway. So, um, setting the standard high here. Um, I don't, you know what? I had a really good run this morning. I haven't ran with the chariot in what feels like months. Um, and, uh, we went around the neighborhood and did like a little like treasure hunt looking for Halloween houses um, with decorations. And it was like, great. I'd see one and just kind of like dart over there. And then we'd like slow down and take a look. And then we'd like go to the next one. And it was really fun. So it ended up being like 45 minutes. And I was like, hey, this is actually like wildly entertaining. <laughs> love that. Um, That's like those yeah. people on TikTok that are like, run until you see the color kink or whatever and then they just like you could play that game and then they just like run until they find that color i thought i thought about maybe doing like um like when she's a little bit older just like because they'll get to a stage where they don't want to be in the chariot anymore for 45 minutes and then you have like a little card it's like a bingo card right and you're like find like check off when you see a tree but that also requires her to be able to a do a check mark and B be trusted with like some sort of writing utensil that'll work in that situation. Yeah. We're not there yet, says the crayon that was on the table earlier. That's okay. So, we'll get there. It's fine. Day. It's fine. Halloween decorations were like, I don't know what we're gonna do in a couple weeks when they're gone, but it was it was fun while it lasted. That is fun. Well, I'm glad you had a good run. I'm glad your eye is clearing up. Um, I have a business win, which I feel like is the first time in a hot minute. And I haven't actually told you, so you're learning. Usually I inform you in on real all my time. business things. Um, I, by the time this podcast comes out, I will have, I'm putting it out there so that I have to do it, um, will have committed to working with a new company slash app slash like management type system which is scary and exciting and all the things i had this company reach out probably about a month ago through my dms there uh used to be a uk company now they're toronto based to their name well they're uk and toronto based now i should word it that way um they're called lennis linus l-e-n-u-s okay lennis like I'm the charlie Brown um and i'm just sick of the app i use with my clients it's just like not serving me the way i need to i've like hit my client limit within the app so i can't really like expand the way i need to anymore and i spend a lot of time doing things i don't need to do which i was fine with doing but i'm at the point where if i want to grow and take more clients the way i want to i need to get rid of some of the extra things i'm up to so i've had like 
four meetings with this company, I think, just like chatting about my business, what they do, how that kind of aligns. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping to have it all good to go before the new year so that I'm all set up and can kind of take more peeps in the new year, but it'll be a new app system for all my clients that integrates like everything I need, like meal plans, workouts, holistic check-ins, regular check-ins, all the things. Plus every coach has their own like manager that handles all their backend stuff. So they build me out a new website. They make me like intake forms. They basically handle like all the payments, all that kind of stuff that I won't have to do anymore. So I'm a little spooked because we know me and my anxious money brain of having to pay out and spend some money. But I also feel oddly calm about the decision, which is a good thing for me. I feel like it can be really hard for people like us. um, And by people like us, I mean like sole proprietors to give up the control over like, like you said, like the payment part of it or like, um, you know, even just having like a management type person or somebody, even if you had like a VA and they were going to like book your appointments or like, you know, schedule your Instagram posts. It's like, we're so used to doing everything ourselves that when you go to delegate, you're like, I don't want to. Um, and I've often seen like business coaches and people like that talk about um, when you when you find a task that you hate doing, that's the one you start with to delegate, right? So if you were like, I really hate editing my videos, send them to somebody else. Um, and that's who you hire first when you're ready to like hire people. Um, but it sounds, I mean, it sounds good. I, I know all too well frustrations with client apps. Um Fortunately, mine's good enough for now. <laughs> um, although yeah. I feel like it's so hard to find one that has everything you need. Um, because oftentimes I'm just like, if you could just like do this too, that'd be great. Yeah. And that is the thing with their software and their whole thing is it literally does everything like it will take every single system I do individually currently like consultation calls initial assessments taking payment Mm -hmm. info getting people into that all of that is one like streamlined process Um, I will still take consultation calls because that's important to me to meet with people that want to work with me but that will be the first time I have to step into it the onboarding process before that is like very streamlined like I don't have to they enter their own payment info like I can give you the podcast probably doesn't care about the full rundown I can give it to you but I'm just at a point where like I can't really grow my business the way I want to Mm -hmm. um I would need to change client apps anyways I need to like carve out more time for myself to do the things I want to do so my money stress is like I have to give up part of the money I earn to have the right. help but at the yeah. same time like but I you can potentially earn more. earn more yeah yeah so I feel I know it's the right choice because I feel calm about it and it's not mm-hmm. often that I feel calm about anything to do with money that's a big stress in my life and something I've been working really hard on but the fact that I'm just like yeah, yeah. No, this is the right choice and the fact well, that he would sit with me on as many meetings as I want like I've already talked to him it wasn't until our third meeting that he even like pitched anything to wow. me. So it was like very calming to just like learn things, know things, understand yeah. them. They understand me versus like, I know nothing about your business, but buy this product type of thing. <laughs> so, Which we've um, talked about before. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's great. I think, uh, and I do think that I think where you're wrong is that I think our listeners and our fans our clients appreciate knowing that there's more to what we do than the client facing stuff. Um, and I think if you, if you are perhaps maybe a young trainer or some, a new grad, or you're thinking about doing this, you need to know that that is only part of your job. Uh, especially if you're going to be on your own, if you are working at a facility, 
or if you're, I guess it depends on the facility, but they might do things for you like client booking or like marketing, things like that. But all of those things that happen behind the scenes, they take time. And it's not just the part that you see, like all those fancy Instagram graphics. Yeah, we make those. So not only are we coaches, but we're graphic designers, we're marketing specialists, we're like, uh, we're booking, we're like planning, we're researching, we're keeping current on the, you know, latest and greatest, we're learning, we take courses all the time. Like, this is more than just, hey, I'm Jess, I'm going to be your coach. Here's your workout. Like, there's, that is like, honestly, a sliver of what I do. It is the easiest part of what I do because that's what I'm actually good at. The business part is like the, you know, ugh, I have to, yeah. and that's have to why do it, my taxes. <laughs> like, that's why it hit home with me because he said in one of our meetings, um, and I mentioned him on the podcast a while ago because he knew all the things. Um, he, he was like, you're coach, go coach. He's like, why are you wasting your time doing all these other things? Like he was like, go be a coach. We will handle everything else. And me being the woo-woo energy person I am, like I got like a full body shiver when he said that. And I was like, he's right. I've done enough. I've been here long enough doing all the other things that he was like, go be a coach. That's what you're good at. That's what you love to do. And go do it we will handle the rest <laughs> i also think it's important to know that like you can't start at the place that you're go- go- going to right now right like you've worked and done all of that stuff for yourself for years to build the capacity to be able to have what's coming next right like you you can't just start and be like well yeah i'm gonna pay somebody to like edit the podcast i'm like our podcast doesn't make any money. So for us to be like, for me, to, what if I was like, Jill, I don't want to edit the podcast anymore. Be like, if you want somebody else to do it, like you got to pay for it. Like, this is not something that we have a budget for um, yeah. in the podcast. So I think people, what people do need to understand is that you can't just start and be like, well, I don't like posting to Instagram. So I'm going to hire a VA. But what if you like, don't have enough clients to make that money to hire the VA. Like you need to build something and to build something, you need to do this first. So it's like, you can't just jump in and be like, I'm going to hire all these things out because unless you're made of money or you have a trust fund or something like that, like it ain't happening. Yeah. And I do think it's important within your business. Like I, lots of business coaches will tell you this also like you should learn how to do all the things first you should understand the Mm -hmm. ins and outs of your business how everything works what needs to happen to make it run but it also gets to a point where i'm like yeah i can do it by myself but if i want i also can't do it all by myself but i mean you definitely could start where i'm going um but you're not going to know much about your business and how it runs if you choose to do it that way so i was reminded by um my friend ethan and he's been on the pod many times because he knows that and you will also know that this will be stressful for me to give up some control within my business and bring someone Mm -hmm. in but he he reminded me he's like you put in the work to get to a place where you need that back-end support so he was like look at it as a cool thing and like know that it's right so We'll see, but by the time this podcast goes out, I better have had committed and got the ball rolling or things are not going to be ready for the new year. So um, if you're a client listening to this, you would have already heard from me and been made aware of the switches. I haven't, as of like the day we're recording, I haven't told anyone because nothing's been signed yet, but it better be signed by the time this podcast goes out. Yes, big things, big things. Well, that's exciting. Um, on, I don't think that this is super exciting, but moving on to our topic for today, and I was telling Jill about this, I am upset by this. <laughs> Jess has a complaint. <laughs> I have a complaint. I would like to lodge a formal complaint against a TikTok creator. Um, so, and the problem, and the reason why is because it keeps coming up on my for you page. And I was just telling Jill, like, 
it's come up enough that I'm like, I'm almost going to block this person so that it doesn't come up because every time I see it, I'm like, ugh, like I get that like, like I want to barf. Um, just give me the ick, and it's a good topic, I think, for and a good reminder um, for everybody. So, um, I, I won't say the name of this person, but their handle is like Body by some random white dude name, and their premise of their account is to go up to people on the streets of New York City and say, um, I. I ask people who are fit what their workouts are. Is it okay if I ask you? Which, and the reason why it gives me the ick is because you are just assuming that somebody is fit by the way they look. And you're assuming that they got that way by exercising. And then you're and like- I also think he's assuming <laughs> they got there in a healthy way. Like I understand. Yeah. I will say, like, I understand where he thinks he's coming from, but it's not translating the same way. Like, by judging somebody's appearance and being like, I deem you also, what's his definition of fit? If I, well, I don't even know what this would... guy looks like because his videos are all of other people. I know I haven't yeah. gone to their page and just watched a bunch of videos to see if they actually pop up. But what the, the first time I saw it, he walked up to a gal in, like, a sports bra, and leggings and like headphones with like a water bottle. And honestly, I didn't like, he was like, you're absolutely jacked. Can I ask you like what you do to work out? And I was like, I disagree, sir. I didn't think that she looked jacked. I just thought she looked really skinny. And I was like, what if she doesn't work out? Like what, 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 like, is that video just not make the cut? Obviously that Probably hasn't not. happened here, right? Like. Um, or what if she's like, ew, that's gross. No. Like, yeah. we, ha I have yet to see a video where the person's like, no, thank you. Because obviously that doesn't get views, right? It would get my view because I'd be like, you go, girl. But like, that's... There's probably... <laughs> First of all, if I have headphones in, do not talk to me, especially on the street. Oh, like, that gives me I'm a double sure. edge. I'm sure there's a TikTok out there of a girl being like, this guy came up to me on the street today and asked me what, like, I'm sure the other side of that conversation Please. is out there somewhere. TikTok, but if I, you're listening, put that on my page. Thank you. But I just, I think the biggest thing is like, you're assuming someone got there in a healthy way or in the way you should do it or in the way other people are going to think they should do it. Like, and again, I'm sure these videos don't make the cut. But what if somebody's dealing with disordered eating or an eating disorder, really unhealthy relationship with the gym? Yeah. And then someone comes up to them or like body dysmorphia or whatever kind of things can happen. And then someone comes up to you and is like, You look great. What do you work? What do you do for a workout? And you're like, Ah, I actually have a massive eating disorder. Like, what if? Well, and that this is, is why thing. I think that, like, first of all, this is obviously curated because not everybody would be like yeah sure like here let me tell you my split um on the street like because i sure wouldn't even if i was walking down the street looking jacked af and some stranger came up to me and was like hey like i do this for tick and i'd be like mm, no i don't feel like sharing that with the world or i would be like you want to know what i do for workouts you can hire me as a coach <laughs> just self-plug i also wouldn't make it to his tiktok but it would be i'd be like oh you're offering me free promotion great i will take this yeah and the, and the thing was is like these people are like oh yeah like i'm in the gym six days a week lifting and i'm like are you are you though i'm also sure people change their answers like as soon as they're oh, totally. like i ask people who are jacked what they do to work out they're probably like Oh yeah, I work out all like even if they don't, I'm sure people are stretching the truth a little bit too. Oh, totally. Um, it also drives that narrative of like the only reason to work out is for how you look. And I know you and I yeah. have talked about this many times, and especially as trainers in an industry where like I do understand to an extent that you need to walk the walk. Like, don't get me wrong, I can't be sitting here being like work out consistently, drink your water, do the things if I'm doing none of that. Um, but it's a big thing in this industry of like, 
it's getting better, but it used to be pretty heavy on you need to look a certain way mm-hmm. to be a trainer. I just want to comment on my TikTok like three weeks ago being like, I would never hire you as a coach because of the way you look. And I said, cool, <laughs> don't hire me then. Wow. But that drives that narrative of like, we work out to look a certain way and nothing else matters. Yeah. And, and yeah, this really, it, I was trying, when I was, telling this story to Jill before we started recording, I was like, it gives me that whole, like my body is my business card vibe, which is like the absolute worst because you could be like so strong and so powerful, like lifting weights, moving heavy things. And it it might, you might just look like a regular person. Not everybody builds um, like, aesthetic muscle the way that other people do some people are very it's genetics some people are very like genetically disposed to have muscle that shows right some people are not and we can't really change that there's there there's people that will tell you i have been trying to look jacked for so many years and i'm doing all the things like you know like protein like lifting whatever and they're like yeah it's just like it doesn't work for me but some people just look jacked no matter what they do some people are also taking drugs and that's what they look i haven't seen that answer either which i thought it we, was coming and we've, we've I thought talked coming. about that i think too of like the or we did I talk about performance drugs <laughs> how they're so much more common than this industry lets you believe yeah. like i can promise you that somebody you follow mm-hmm. is taking some sort of steroid and just doesn't well, nobody about it. nobody i follow because i i generally i generally especially can look at somebody in, and be like mm-hmm. but especially if you're in like if you're jim girly and you follow like i'm not gonna throw shade at anyone in specific but like gym shark athletes or the like athletes that are heavily sponsored like the bodybuilders mm-hmm. bodybuilders is a given but there's a lot of regular in air quotes gym people that are still taking steroids to make themselves look the way they I mean, are and i hope that man asks someone a question one day and they're like oh yeah i take an atrocious amount of steroids thanks for asking like i hope someone drops that answer i mean currently i'm taking steroids for my eyeballs but they're they're not like steroids <laughs> It's fine. I have a note. <laughs> if you catch me looking jacked, <laughs> my eyeballs what. are so jacked. Um, but I actually thought that was coming because one came up um, either last night or like this morning sometime. And it was like this really giant, like mountain of a man police officer. And they were just a really like, like very tall, like not necessarily like super defined, but just like a really big person um and he asked this police officer and i swear i was like "Uh, uh, uh," but he was but i didn't watch the video because i was like oh this guy again uh but, but like and i'm and i'm guessing that those people if if he asks a person like that and if they tell the truth they probably don't make the cut because that's not the premise because he comes up and he's like, yeah, like I have this TikTok account. And then the people would be like, oh, I see you. You're like body by so-and-so. And he's like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, do you want to be in a video? And they're like, yeah, I do step aerobics three times a week. And, and I'm just like, do you like, and I just, it just, it just makes me so disappointed that this person, I don't even know. I'm, I'm assuming they're a trainer. Like, it just makes me disappointed that, and I also, the name, if that's the name of their company, like body, like if my company was like body by Jess, like, I know so I don't do, I don't do anything. I give you the parameters, you do the work. So it's technically body by you. Yeah. And there's (laughs) there's plenty of trainers. There's plenty of trainers that 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 is their business name, which is problematic in itself um but i just like i can't with the narrative of like the only reason to work out is to look the way you do like and Mm -hmm. i get more i could care less about the people that are answering the questions because 
you're right. They probably already know who they are, who that guy is. They know that their video is going to go viral. They know they're going to get attention, whatever it may be. Um, but I care more about the people seeing it that are like, you know what? I work out to feel good or I'm going to stop caring about fat loss or I'm going to forget about the number on mm -hmm. the scale or people that are trying to make those strides to shift the way they view working out or view nutrition or view their bodies. And then they see that video and be like, oh, well, if I worked out that way, I would look that way too, mm -hmm. which we already know that is not the case. You could do exactly what I do. You could eat exactly what I do, work out the exact same I do. We still wouldn't look the same, but I just think that's going to be problematic for a lot of people that are trying to let go of that narrative. Mm -hmm. And then they're reminded that like, oh, but that person looks the way they do because they work out more than me. So that means I yeah. need to work out more also. And the worst part about this is that they have 117,000 followers and over 3.5 million likes. So people- Which is actually terrible ratios, <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, I guess we'll so. But like, and maybe, and maybe we're, you know, maybe we're kind of wrong here and and more people feel the way that we do about it. Um, but, and I hope, I hope I'm right. I hope that everybody who's listening to this is like, oh, that gives me the ick too. Or I've seen that guy. Blah. Um, I hope that we are on the good side of History, that sounds weird. I hope that we are helping to perpetuate a different um, vibe in the fitness industry rather than we only exercise to change the way that we look or the shape of our bodies. Because while we can recognize that that is a valid goal, it can't, it cannot be the only goal. If it is the only goal, you are going to find yourself very disappointed at some point, and you probably need our help more than you think you do. Yeah, and you can have, like, don't get us wrong, you can have the goal of wanting to change your body. I say this all the time. You can love your body and want better for it at the same time, and that might come with changing the way you look. But like you said, that can't be the end-all, be-all, because if that doesn't happen immediately what's our game plan? If you're like, I'm going to start working out to lose 10 pounds. And then that doesn't happen in the first two months. Are we still working out? Probably not. So even if that is a goal for you, great. But we got to have some other things too, whether it's like, I want to hit this weight in the gym, or I want to have more energy, or I want to be able to keep up with my kids, whatever it may be, we need some goals that are outside of the way we look also. So that we have that fallback of like, yeah, my goal is fat loss, but I hit the squat PR um, and I can also go up the stairs without being out of breath. Like we need some other measures mm -hmm. of success too. So and I often feel like when I first start talking to people, that goal might be to have, you know, the fat loss or the body composition change. But when you dig a little bit deeper, it usually comes out as like, oh, like I want to lose 10 pounds. And it's like, okay, well, like, why is that important to you? And they're like, well, um, I think my, I think my knees would feel a lot better if I weighed a little bit less or if I was like a little bit stronger. Oh, okay. Let's go with that. Um, and why do you think they would feel better if you were stronger? Well, if I was stronger then I probably wouldn't have as hard of a time getting up off the floor when I'm playing with my kids. I'm like, oh, that's it you want to get stronger so that you can play with your kids and not be sore when you're moving around in the ways that they want to. That's the goal. The other one might be the end result and it might not. I mean, who knows? But usually the that's just I find it's just a cover for something else. There's always something deeper that is like and it might take a few questions to get to the well, I want to, you know, I want to be able to be on the floor with my kids and be able to get up and not take like six days because my toddler will be clear across the house before that happens or, you know, whatever the case may be, it's usually not the number one reason in my experience. Anyways. Yeah, there's usually more to it or it usually came from a different place. I find a lot of fat loss goals are not our own ideas a lot of the time too, mm. unless we have done the work of like, 
making it a healthy thing. Like I made it a goal to like lose some fat a long time ago, but that's because shallowly I was like, I want to be jacked, which is fine because I've also done the work of like not caring on the other side too. And I still don't care how much I weigh. I probably weigh more than I did when I set my fat loss goal. And let's be honest, because the only way to look jacked is to build muscle mass. So I well, probably weigh more. <laughs> and I was going to say, I think we still are finding a narrative that has a disconnect between um, knowing that in order to look jacked, you also need to do that foundational work where you're not really going to look jacked because you can't look jacked if you don't have the muscle foundation to back it up um and you also can't build the muscles if you're in a calorie deficit 24 7. <laughs> exactly but i think that that's people you know we're, we're still hearing people mostly women who are like i i don't want to look i don't want to look jacked i don't want to get too bulky and i know we've said this before i know you've heard it before but i'm gonna tell you again that is really hard to do you could I saw this. like honestly you are gonna like <laughs> i'm gonna tear you apart <laughs> before you end up looking bulky <laughs> um it is the hardest thing for a female to do we just like unless you have those genetics that i talked about where you just like you lift a weight and your muscles will like pop um it's really difficult really really difficult i saw this tweet and i say this in the most loving way but it made me laugh um maybe it was a thread i don't know someone posted <laughs> it somewhere <laughs> and it was like women out here saying i don't want to work out because i'll get i'll look too bulky like building muscle is easy all of a sudden and i think had a nice laugh because i'm like it's like the amount of work we have to put in to build yeah. muscle in the first place as females to think that it's mm -hmm. like that easy to just be like oh, if i start working out i'm gonna look bulky, bulky like i wish building muscle was that easy it's not even a concern because you're gonna have to put in so much work for so long to even like be like hey i have a bicep and a shoulder and yeah quad, let alone like i look bulky like i wish and that the, was an actual problem <laughs> and the idea that you think that you're going to be busting out of your t-shirts lifting weights three times a week like for an hour at a time come on guys like like if only it was that easy <laughs> if only if only it was that easy you're like i've been lifting weights solidly for like 10 years and i just want to have shoulder definition but every time i take a break they just like yeah, I'm like even like, I just want quads. Is that too much? Yeah, even the difference between like um, when when I was doing CrossFit regularly, like three times a week, maybe more. Um, when I was pregnant, and also let's take into account that I was probably eating in a cal and the caloric surplus to support the pregnancy and the lifting and all that. The amount of muscle mass in my shoulders that no longer exists is like defeating or the amount of strength that i've lost from not doing crossfit for like a year is insane like i used to be able to strict press like 85 pounds and now well yeah the other day doesn't count because i just had vaccinations and my deltoids were on fire but like for me now like 55 is like that's that's good enough <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I miss how defined my shoulders were back then. But that was like, you know, just know that I had to put in like, like a couple of years worth of volume training to, to do that because we all know CrossFit is volume training, not traditionally people aren't doing, you know, upwards of like 50 pull-ups and stuff in a, in a workout, that kind of thing. But um, I miss it. I miss it. I wish yeah, I could like just, I wish I could just do like my my little piddly, you know, two presses a week and be like, oh yeah, they're still nice. Yeah. And like the <laughs> and yeah, that's my favorite thing about women that are like, oh, I'm scared to get bulky. I'm like, bro, I wish I could get bulky. Like, you know how hard I've had to work and like the amount of volume, like you said, you have to do to actually build yeah. muscles. Like I've been on a mission for months now to grow quads. And I will give myself a small pat on the back that like I think we're doing pretty good. Um, they're starting to show up. But like 
also spent two months doing a hundred reps of leg press before or after every single workout I did. Like it wasn't fun. And if I can do like 500 reps of leg press a week and not get bulky, you're going to be fine. I promise. And, yeah. I kind of want to, yeah. I, yeah. I kind of, if I had given somebody a hundred reps of leg press every exercise day, I wouldn't have a lot of clients left. Um, but like you got it. That's what I mean by like my goal was to build quads. It wasn't like, oh, well, squat once a week. Like you have to, the amount of volume you have to do is ridiculous. And like I wouldn't program that for one of my clients either unless they specifically asked for it. I've also been training for a long time so I can handle that volume. But when you put it into perspective that like I most weeks do like between two and 500 reps of leg press and I'm still not bulky. You're going to be fine out there. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really the other thing of that and going back is we do have to consider that genetics are a part of this, right? So I'm hamstring dominant. So I have to do so much work yeah. to have a and, quad. <laughs> and for those of you who know both of us, I'm quad dominant. So my quads and, and, don't get me wrong I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry Jill for all your like presses but the other reason why um I'm quad dominant in general but I have over 20 years of running cycling those are both quad dominant sports and weightlifting so like yeah my quads always look to fine because I can ride a bike all around Edmonton, if you were like, here's your helmet, Jess, go for a run. Like, that is years and years and years of adaptation in both of those sports. My quads always look, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call them jacked, but they're always defined like a cyclist or a runner. I've got the teardrop thing happening. You can see my vastus lateralis. You can see my VMO. It's just the way that I'm built, but but if I turn to the I'll side, you're crying. But, but this will make you feel better. If I turn to the side, and this is the difference between Jill and I, if I turn to the side, you'd be like, "What happened to your hammies?" And and also like, like you're like we. I think if you know Jill or I at all, you'll know that like Jill's glutes are lovely, and and they're probably like. There's no way we could wear the same size pants because, <laughs> because Jill's glutes are so much bigger than mine. But it wouldn't matter how hard I try. <laughs> I'm a runner. They're just not going to be like popping. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty popping yeah. for a cyclist, I will say, because I lift. But just like genetically, like my glutes are just not going to be popping. They don't pop outwards. They're just there. To, like propel me forward that's it like we do what we need to do and that's all you get from us <laughs> we're, not, we're not here for us we're not here for we're here for a long time not a good time that's what yeah. they are but yeah and i wish people like to go back to that guy from tiktok i wish people would ask her a little more honestly like oh you look jacked what do you do to work out be like oh no i'm just like actually quad dominant that's probably what they're seeing or he sees a girl's butt and he's like what do you do to work out like i wish I like if he asked me I, about it, I'd be like, uh, I'm five foot four and weigh probably 180 pounds. That's why I have a butt. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. So I kind of wish that this guy would ask uh, that I would be in a situation where he could ask me because I would just like to be like, oh, uh, genetics and just like walk away. But maybe we should go hang that, out in New York. Can we make that a bit? Is that a business trip? Just go hang out in New York until he asks uh, us a question. It is if we talk about work and we record a <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, I. But then, I, but then, I don't think that. Um, and this is, you know, the same as all social media, right? TikTok is not exclusive of this. It is a highlight reel, whether it's yourself that's sharing or you're sharing other people's things i want it what i want to know is how many videos do you do that you don't share or how Post many times do you start, start talking commenting. to somebody and you stop recording because they're like it's genetics or actually i don't work out or uh um i have an eating disorder so you know like 
or what any kind of awkward situation. Now, I'm not going to go and give this guy views trying to find out if he actually shows the videos, but I doubt it. I doubt and that I there is think, any mishaps in there. And I'm sure he's caught a lot of people in uncomfortable situations of being like, uh, I don't like the way I look. Like, not that they would necessarily say any of this out loud, but the the other mm. side of it of like, I actually hate the way I look, or like, I actually got here because I have an eating yeah. disorder, or I just got broken up with and lost 15 pounds due to stress. Like, I'm sure these people aren't going to say these things out loud either. Or actually, actually, um, steroids. Yeah. I'm sure they're not going to say those things out loud because they shouldn't have to, but I'm sure a few people have walked away from that interaction not feeling great because of that question yeah. being asked. And I know that's a very New York thing of, like, it's a busy city. There's lots of people. I get why things like that happen. And I see things like that in New York all the time, whether it's, like, asking people how long they've been married for or mm. what they do for work or where they live or whatever. Yeah. I but mean, like, one of my this is going to date me. One of my favorite Facebook pages is people of New York. And it's basically yeah. like, it's a photographer who takes really interesting pictures of people and tells their story because they have an interesting story. Um, but that's different than, Hey, you look good. I would not. Work out. Could you like, imagine <laughs> if you did that in Edmonton? Should I try it? Should I try my content your, on TikTok? Try it, try it at your gym and see how it goes. <laughs> Like, hey, I think you're really jacked. What do you do to work out? And the thing is, is if you're at your gym, people are gonna be like, um, do you just stick around for five minutes and then you'll have your answer? <laughs> I should if I would if I was brave, if I was a brave soul, I would do it. Oh my I'm god, your sure... like your social anxiety would be like through the roof. Yeah. And I'm sure there's like I <laughs> enjoy the gym I go to. But I would probably also get some whack ass answers. Like they would tell me in their workout, and I would be like, "Sorry, what?" Like I overheard this girl in the gym the other day. There's a lot of runners, like really far runners, that go to my mm -hmm. gym. And this girl the other day was just like, "Someone was like, oh, what'd you do this weekend?" And I was eavesdropping because I am who I am. If you ever see me in the gym, um, just know you're not safe. Like my headphones are dead half the time, so I just listen to what everyone's talking. Oh. About. Yeah, I don't um, I don't want drama in my life, but I am 100% invested in somebody else's. Yeah, so just know, um, not to be like, Jill's not a safe person. Like, I don't do anything with your stories. I just am nosy. Um, so if you're, like, telling your deepest, darkest secrets and I'm in the same gym as you, maybe I've You shouldn't I've be doing it at the gym. If it's really a secret, you shouldn't be doing it at the gym. <laughs> but she said, someone was like, oh, what did you do this weekend? And she was like, oh, I, like, ran some atrocious amount like a hundred and some kilometers like i did this mountain trail and it was like 115 kilometers and i was just like are you okay you're like, like I had so i'm sorry i'm sorry ma'am on your feet yeah i had so many questions and but like she looked jacked so like if i started asking those questions in my gym i would get some crazy answers which would probably also might be helpful in this situation of like learning the intensity it takes to look the way you do, because I know my or, gym's also fairly safe space on the steroid side of things. So you would like, you would learn or, the intensity. So you think. I see some whack things in that gym. Um, I'm also pretty good. I hung out in the bodybuilding world for a long time. So I'm pretty see, good at spotting the steroid yeah, use. I, I, can, I can name four or five people who go to your gym, who I know for a fact are using. <laughs> yeah. there's a few of them out there but it's like compared to uh the good lives of the world i'm safer yeah. over there but you would also probably learn the well, intensity of like i ran 115 kilometers this weekend so well the what we have to remember is that steroids are expensive and the difference in pricing between a good life membership and a membership where you go is it's a little bit more. So if you go money. to this place, you might not be able to afford it anymore. It's, you know, you gotta, it's, it's the budget. Um, it is also a vibe. Um, but yeah, I think important takeaways of this is that your, your, the type of workout you do will not dictate the body type that you have or the muscle that shows or anything like that. There is a multitude of factors they don't, I've never seen anybody talk about nutrition on there. I've never 
seen anybody mention drug use on there. And I've never heard anybody mention genetics. And those are pretty big factors. Um, I think, I know a lot of people are like, um, you know, you can like, there's kind of, there's always a narrative of like, you can like outsmart your genetics or like whatever, but you really can't. Um, you can change a few things health factor wise, um, but you might always have, uh, you, you can't change how tall you are. <laughs> Like, you know, you can't change, uh, you can't change uh, your genetic makeup. Although I think we might be close to being able to do that. Maybe um, one day we can, but currently I am five foot four and that's not changing. Ever. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, and the other part of that, like when we were comparing like my body and Jill's body is I'm five inches taller than Jill. <laughs> There's a little dead human over here. So, so, and, and, uh, I don't have any torso length. And this is, this might be, this is like full disclosure Wednesday over here. So the, I'll, I'll show you guys on YouTube. So like my hip bones would be like my thumbs here and my, the bottom of my rib cage is probably about like where my fingers are. So like, I don't have, I don't have a torso. Um, so all of my height is legs. So I actually look taller than I am. I mean, I'm like five so nine. I really have no torso. I literally have no space. Mine is like bigger than this. Yeah. So sitting down, if I lean forward, I can like I'm not because my skin is in the way, but I could touch my rib cage to my hip bones. I don't have a torso. So and that is genetically something. I don't know who it came from yet. I'm still trying to like nail that down so I can put hate blaming? on for one of my parents yeah. but I can't change that at all so and 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 bringing it back to the topic at hand that is also why having any sort of like visible abdominal muscles is darn near impossible for me because they're kind of like squooshed in there and like you know, like the shape of my body just doesn't allow that to happen. Now, I would also have to manipulate a whole bunch of other things like taking out, like would be able to enjoy a beer every once in a while or, you know, things that I do like to eat. Um, and I would have to change a lot of other things. I'm not willing to do that in order to have a little ab come out. Um, but genetically, I also think, not that I've really ever tried, but I also think it would be very difficult for that to be a thing just because of the shape of my body. That's not an excuse, yeah. it's just a fact. And I've always been a dense little human. So when people are like, how do you have a butt and legs? I'm like, she's thick. five foot four. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. She's like thick. I'm short and dense and it has to go somewhere. So, but I also think there's like, <laughs> This is like a cool like thing is that you can get to a point where you can have these like body imperfections as they might be, but you can be like, yeah, I actually just know this about my body and I'm actually just kind of neutral about it. Um, like I know that I don't have a torso, but I'm not like, oh, if I had a torso, I would look so much better in a bathing suit. I don't even know if that's true or not because I've never had a torso, so I can't even be like, "Well, when yeah, I had a torso, like I looked so, so much better." Part. Yeah, but and like, I think structurally, I can't change that. And I think that comes with maturing and accepting yeah. our bodies and things like that. Like I've always wanted smaller legs, and then eventually I was just like, mm, "That's never going to happen." So let's make them jacked instead. And here we but are like, trying to grow quads. <laughs> And it's funny because the things that we think are like the problematic things, because I was immediately going to jump in and be like, but you're so strong. You're always like so strong. Like I remember when we would work out together, you just be able to like, like load up a barbell and just like go for it. And I'd be like, I wish my body held on to strength like that, but I just don't have the mass. Um, I got, I got the mass. <laughs> but it's, it's funny how, we would immediately say those things to like each other but then and i think we're both good now but like before we would probably be like you'd be like well like i really don't like the size of my legs i'd be like but you're so strong and like yet i would say something like i don't know my quads are so i don't know 
whatever I would say about myself and you'd be like, but this, and yeah. it's like, what we need to do is jump in and be like, but this to ourselves, to ourselves. Yeah. And I see that all the time of like the things you would say to your friends, like you wouldn't let your friends sit there and be like, I hate my body and I'm so fat and blah, blah. And you would be like, shut the fuck up. So like, yeah. tell yourself that <laughs> next time. Next time you want to say that, like, uh, I was going to say, say it in the mirror, but like say it in the mirror and be like, Ooh, maybe, maybe I should change that. See if you can turn it around and find something that is actually like constructive. Yeah. What would a friend say to me? And yeah, just your reminder. Um, I have to jump into a client call. So we not to abruptly end the pod, but no, I think we're good. Um, if you are working out, if you are starting whatever, putting in work, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, it doesn't all have to be physical. You're welcome to have that as goals. And I hope you do what you need to do to get to those goals. I hope you have the support you need to get to those goals in a safe way. Um, but you can also just work out to feel good and have energy and be strong. It doesn't have to be physical. And if anyone tells you different, um, kick them in the shin, probably. Yes. That's my go-to because you're like, can't if get you get that approached, much trouble. If you get approached on the street by somebody who's like, you look jacked, what's your workout? Kick them in the shin. That's, kick that's in the, the shin response. It's my the go -to. only acceptable response. Well, because you can't get in that much trouble. Like, it's not like it punch you in the face. Like, you'll get over being kicked in the shin. But also, like, how... Or, like, a nice, like, flick in the forehead. Because, like, that's just, like... You would just be standing there being like, did she really just flick me in the forehead? Like, you can't get that mad about it. But you also don't feel great about yourself. So, a kick in the shin or a flick in the forehead are my go-tos. Because I don't think they count as assault. So, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I think I would... I think I would like to flick this man in the forehead and of course it's a man because of course can you imagine being that mad and then you ask him a question and you're like right in the forehead like i'd be like i gotta reevaluate my entire life now so i would hope that would be his reaction but i think i would probably be wouldn't be by that because middle-aged white men are simply too powerful. Uh, they never... well, we don't know if they're middle-aged but I would bet that they're like 30 to 40 something. If I had like to have men to in general, have too much. They, they have too much power. So, but anywho, before we get into That's a another, different episode. <laughs> um, if you have, as always, questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or you've seen the person just talking about, feel free to let us know. If you have anyone else that gives you the ick on TikTok, mm. feel free to send it our way or if you have questions about information you're getting on tiktok we're always welcome to debunking things for you um as always you can leave us a comment shoot us a dm pop something in our question box over on instagram at lattes and lifting podcast you can find me at coach april and you can find me at jlock fitness on all the socials and we'll catch you guys next time bye